From being endorsed by Department of the Navy for Male Athlete of the Year to being featured on NBC, Fox, CBS, CNN, and Food Network, today's guest does it all. I met today's guest during a speaking engagement for a master's class at UT, and I am glad I did. Getting to know him has been a pleasure, and he always has a lot to give back, so get ready for a great one. As an international fitness authority and athlete who has traveled and trained in 23 countries of four continents, he combines his experience as a former fitness instructor for Special Navy SEALs to unleash their inner champion. Additionally, he was applauded by Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger and endorsed by the U.S. Special Operations Command for Personal Trainer of the Year. Athleticism did not always come easy for Carlton. He had birth defects that required leg braces. He outgrew those braces only to become a weak, scrawny, sickly, and last-picked kid for neighborhood sports. He understood firsthand how challenging it could be to create a successful fitness program, but I am honored to call him a friend, and he's also been on a mental health break, so scroll down in the episode description for that link. Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancey. You can find more about me at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, or my website, vincentalancey.com. If it's your first episode with us today, every week since 2019, I have interviewed the founder of a company or brand to share what works for them, what they needed to improve on, and all of their learning lessons along the way right here on this show of course, we also have bonus episodes for you, like today's Gasparilla Overload special, and of course, Rewind the Clock episodes, where I bring back previous guests to share what's new in their world. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. Have you ever noticed how you get billions of confusing and contradicting results when you Google exercise plans or workouts? Carlton Meadows takes the guesswork and confusion out of exercise by using his AI to create, implement, and analyze highly customized fitness programs with real-time feedback and corrective coaching. I want to bring him on. Carlton Meadows, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's a privilege. Um, it's our winter months here in Florida, so I got to start wearing a scarf. But um, besides that... Um, the card I took a picture of was the card I got at the, the entrepreneur's little, little um, what do you call it, icebreaker, where they would bring the classes together. Like yes. the, the graduating class would come and the new students would come and they would have a mixer. And I was like, I, I, knew, I, was like, I did meet him, you know, because you, you gave me the card and I kept it. And I was like, no, that's not his new card. So I'm, I'm glad that that itch in my memory has been scratched. Well, I'm just glad to have you on. As I mentioned, this is a long time coming. Carlton has a lot through his journey. He's accomplished a lot through his journey. He's got a lot to offer. Would you mind introducing yourself a little more, Carlton, to our listeners who do not have the chance to know you in person? Well, you know, the NBA talks about triple doubles. You know, I, I have my own triple doubles. So, you know, I've been married over three decades, uh, spent... <laughs> 18 years on a four-year degree, uh, 20 years in the Navy for retirement. So that those experiences have allowed me to, you know, really grow and, and learn to solve problems as well as help people. So 
I, I think that is what has contributed to my fitness. You know, people say, are you fit for law or fit for medicine? You know, are you fit for marriage? I think Carlton, you're fit for everything. You're defying age. You're defying exercise limits. You're defying it all. You can find all of that on his LinkedIn page. It's going to be in the episode bio. But when you were in the Navy, did you always want to become an entrepreneur once you were leaving? Or was this something that came out of nowhere? Entrepreneurship was something that I embraced while I was in the Navy. Uh, although when I first entered the Navy prep school in, two, in 19, they told us steer clear of folks. And I, I guess San Diego was a hub and, you know, they got all these fresh uh, recruits with uh, constant paychecks on the 1st and 15th. So I, I didn't know that there were other companies out there. So fast forward to 96 and I was introduced to a supplement company. And to this day, I still take some of those products and I'll share them with people as I feel, you know, they have an interest. Um, I was also doing personalized fitness while I was in the Navy. I did massage therapy while I was in the Navy, practiced in 13 different countries. Uh, I actually went to school while I was in the school for the Navy. So I don't know what it is about having a full plate. It, it just, I guess, it's like driving a car or a, a race car. You don't have time to be fumbling around with stuff. And so since I had a full plate, there was no time to just go. I had to, you know, block out time and keep things moving. So for entrepreneurial uh, ventures while I was in the Navy. Well, I love the hustle. I always have a full plate as well, and it doesn't really provide much opportunity for the goofing off. Like you said, I'm very focused, and I know that eventually there will be time for that. But right now, I'm trying to just stay as focused as possible and on track. But since you've been on this journey, Carlton, since you've been out of the Navy, what are the hardest parts of being an entrepreneur for you? I, I think trying to set a structure. You know, in the Navy, they gave you a structure. They told you what to wear, where to be, what to do, in some cases, how to do it. And so you had your goals given to you externally. So as an entrepreneur, you have to organize your time. You, you have to understand what it takes to run your business. You know, what problem are you trying to solve and how do you get that solution in front of the people who are looking for that answer? Mm -hmm. So I, I think the, the fact that you are really a one man show when you first start yeah. and that to the point you said, I, I know you're effectively busy and productive because I mean, your, your time is allotted for it and that schedule is kind of like a, a flow for you. And if you stay in that flow, you continue to be productive and, and you're very serious about hold to it. It's like, no, nah, that's mm -mm. <laughs> no, at that time I need to be winding down. So I really appreciate that about you and you sharing that because that type of discipline um, is not only self-preserving, but it can it can inspire other people to to give having a schedule for their life a chance. Well, I appreciate you saying such kind words. And a lot of times uh, I find that my peers aren't as understanding of my schedule who aren't an entrepreneurs. They just don't simply understand all the hours that goes in because there are just a thousand things to do. And I agree with you with kind of setting your schedule, it's just so, so important. And for me also prioritizing things is a constant battle because something always comes up and you don't know how to put one before the other. Can you agree with that? Yeah. Those, um, audibles, <laughs> you know, or like Dr. White would say the pivots, you know, they're coming. 
So if you learn a couple of dance moves, you, you can take your pivots a, a little more joyfully instead of, you know, getting thrown, totally thrown off track. Absolutely. You get, you get to readjust and, and develop your problem solving skills because it, it's inevitable that something's going to go wrong and, and something's going to change. And, and if you expect it, then it doesn't hit you as hard. Well said. Always plan ahead because, like you said, not just for stress relief, but it helps you paint a bigger picture, see the bigger vision, and only good can come from that. Is there anything else challenging to you, Carlton? Yes. Um, pitching the, the ideal. Um, people, they, they could appreciate my personality, you know, what I had accomplished, but it took me a while to figure out how to make that relevant. Mm -hmm. And once I made that pivot, things, things begin to open up. So what I, I did is I took my story and I preceded it with the story of Hussein Bolt and Donovan Bailey, who, who both had birth defects and who both went on to make track and field history. So by just sharing a little bit about them and then bringing the mystery guy in at the end, which was me, now it had a context. So people began to reach out and I got a few more speaking engagements. And so I, th I think that persevering until I got a pitch that was sticky. I love that being persistent and being consistent at the same time, just keep grinding, keep hustling. It eventually will turn in your favor. You've had a lot of learning experiences, I'm sure, through your life, Carlton, from serving our country to these entrepreneurial endeavors. What is one great lesson learned that you can share with our audience? Man. I think it stems around uh, persistence because most of the things that I wanted to do, I was told that I couldn't do them. So no and doubt have been consistent responses. And I had to figure out how to let that become a fuel instead of a deterrent. And staying persistent, even though people couldn't see it for me, that really paid off. Because when I did achieve what I was pursuing, people were willing to give me the time of day. I mean, people could see that, okay, this guy isn't some snake oil salesman. I mean, he's, he's serious. And he accomplished what he set out to do, even though it's not typical for someone his age to be on a track team. I mean, I was the only... AARP card carrying track member at the University of Tampa. You know, I'm sitting in class Amazing. for my, my third master's degree. I, I don't, um, it, it's just being persistent has allowed me to, to grow, to meet some great people and to, to build some resi uh, resiliency. Thank you for touching on that more big ways of life. I guess you could say he's touched on being persistent and now resiliency, very similar, but you have to find a way to fuel yourself, fuel your passion. I think that starts with just doing something that you are all in on. Like Carlton, I know him firsthand. He's all in on his business. He's constantly trying to improve each and every day. If you can continue to improve further though, Carlton, and learn from any entrepreneur dead or alive, who would you choose to sit down with? You know, I, I think um, the founder of ClassPass, because 
2013 is when I had my first virtual client. You know, I had to travel. So I, they had an iPhone. So I just trained them through FaceTime. And so looking at her story, how she was struggling, she pivoted. And, and now her, her company is the solution to the current pandemic. Mm-hmm. Carlton's giving a great preview to this week's spotlight story. The one we're about to talk about in just a few moments is about her creating a billion dollar company and how the future of it didn't get hurt by COVID, but actually just changed drastically. She's an innovative leader in her field. I love the preview, Carlton. But before we do that, let's talk about you. What are you working on? What's next for all of your entrepreneurial endeavors? Well, what I'm what I'm planning to do is launch a fifteen thousand uh, dollar program, and that's fifteen thousand a month. So for a quarter is forty five thousand, and then for after. 90,000. So, so just really leveling up the option because when I meet with people, that's the thing. They, they don't have any experience with what I do. So what they do is they base, they, pre-con, they have preconceptions about what they see on the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And then when I come in and talk to them and help them to achieve their goals without getting hurt, this is, this is different. And so it's important for them to experience it. But once they experience it and they, they get the results they're pursuing, it just further convinces me that I'm undervaluing, you know, my is very um, tailored to the individual. And with 13 years of experience in therapy, knowing the body, you know, having formal, formal education for size and nutrition science and then advanced through uh, very pre- prominent uh, companies like Exos, I'm, I'm ready to separate myself. It, it seems like I've been trying to pigeonhole myself in the, bunt, in, the, in the group with other fitness professionals, but that doesn't serve me well mm-hmm. because I, I take a very detailed look at the movements that the person needs to perform to engage the muscles, which will help improve their metabolism, reduce their body fat, improve their mobility and their quality of life. When do you think this is going to be released so our listeners can get ready to go? It, it'll be the, the fall of this year. Exciting. A fall release. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Carlton. And please make sure to keep me in the loop. That way I can share it with our audience. I think it's a great time now to get into that spotlight story. Everyone listening on, if it's your first show with us, I share an entrepreneurial journey towards the end of the show and go over it with our guest to give you another perspective on entrepreneurship. He just previewed it. We have Payal Karakia story today. She's the founder and executive chairman of ClassPass, which is an online booking platform for fitness classes. When the article asked her, when did the, where did the idea for class pass come from? Here's what she said. I started looking for a ballet class to take after work one day, and I realized there was so much information all over and nothing was concise. For anyone out there who ever wanted to find a class, they were never going to get it. They were never going to get to it. And I certainly didn't that day. I realized that technology could help. 
I also want to share a quote about the early days of ClassPass for all you early stage entrepreneurs out there. Just don't give up. Here's what she said. I remember how hard it was to get anyone to go to class for the first three years. And then I remember the first time someone went to class and then the second class that was booked and how inspiring and encouraging that was. What I really wanted to do was change human behavior and make people passionate about staying connected to activities they love. For the studios, it brought in new customers who let go of their fear of trying new things, going to a dance cardio class you've never done before, for example. And now I want to talk about how COVID affected this company and how she adapted. A lot of great lessons in here. So much of our revenue just came to a halt. About 90% of our studio shut down within two weeks. For us, the number one thing was, how do we keep people moving and working out during this time? Within a few weeks, we were able to flip our entire app into offering digital classes. We also recently launched a vaccine center finder. You can't book appointments, but you can get all the information you need, the closest center to you, what vaccines they have, the hours, how to book, etc. My team has done an awesome job. I want to make sure they get the credit they deserve. They're the ones executing on all this, and that's the most important thing right now. Carlton, what are some takeaways? You know, I, I love the teamwork, um, the, the fact that she she had the struggle like most people, but she just didn't give up. And the fact that she gives credit to her team, you know, and that that she was able to pivot. It, it's one thing to run up on a detour where you have to turn left or right. It's another thing where the road just stops. You know, what do you do? And so to backtrack and to regroup and to pivot on the app to digital classes, you know, she, she is the epitome of problem sol- of a problem solver. I love the analysis there. And in entrepreneurship, doors are going to constantly be closed in your face. For me, as everyone listening on knows, I am looking to get more involved in the school districts, the schools with my mental health books, Mental Health Week, and Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. But there is just a lot going on with schools. I'm hoping that the COVID pandemic will finally start moving behind us so I can make a difference with these students. Because just like the pandemic has affected us greatly as adults, imagine being a child with already so much uncertainty in the world. Carlton, thank you for that analysis. And thank you so much for your whole story, sharing everything and motivating me throughout. I loved how you were an entrepreneur in the Navy. You were talking about hustling right away. Of course, I agreed with you with your difficult parts of entrepreneurship. Carlton, your course that you're about to create, it's going to be incredible. I can't wait to see everything else that you accomplish. Would you mind now telling everybody where they can find you, website, social media, email, whatever you'd like to share? Well, the website is under development. It will be majesticbalance.com. That's M-A-J-E-S-T-I-C-B-A-L-A-N-C-E. Dot com. I'm on LinkedIn primarily. I'm also on Instagram as the Fitz Carlton. Uh, LinkedIn is just my name, Carlton Meadows for the K. And I have a YouTube channel that I will be upload. I've started uploading a few more videos to. And I think that's also under my name, Carlton Meadows. Be sure to check out everything he has to offer. And also don't forget, he has given his take on mental health, a very powerful testimonial. That link is in the show description. 
We are at That Entrepreneur Show on all social media, except Twitter because of the character limit. We are at Podcast by Lancey. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media, YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. It's time for the show to end with another quote, and this one is from our Spotlight Entrepreneur. Be true to yourself and surround yourself with positive, supportive people. It's right to the point. I love it. Thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow on another bonus episode on this Gasparilla Overload on That Entrepreneur Show. Carlton, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Mr. Lancey. Uh, I want to say that the both of you are everyday people, and I think that's what people need to understand. You don't have to be born with, you know, born into wealth. You can, you can engage in entrepreneurship from where you are. Like she said, if you're solving a problem, just get that problem, the solution in front of the people who have the problem. So I, I, I'm really impressed that you both are, I mean, we all are ordinary people and we are making entrepreneurship work. I love it, Carlton. Take care. All right, you too.